Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. What is happening inside Ukraine? You see a lot of videos of the carnage and the destruction, but there is also a move of God and the church is coming together. We're going to be talking to a very special guest on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our special guest from Ukraine is Denis Melnikchuk. He is a U.S. citizen, also Ukrainian, has married a Ukrainian uh, wife, and is in Ukraine with a ministry that began going back to 2019 in Ukraine. An amazing story of how you got to Ukraine, Dennis, but also in the midst of all of the horrible things that we're seeing on videos of civilians and civilian areas being targeted by Russian military, some of the genocidal attacks, the, frankly the war crimes that are being uh, committed against the people of Ukraine, the church is also, although underground, on bunkers, uh, protecting people, uh, getting out of the line of fire of the bombs, hopefully, the, the church is alive and well. And tell us a little bit about some of your experiences of what you're seeing. You shared a story one time with us about, uh, in the midst of all this, down in the basement, uh, you gathered your guitars and were playing praise and worship songs. And uh, the kids are, were starting to enjoy that. And tell us a little bit about what's happening, what you're seeing. Yeah, I, I have uh, probably in my life never really seen anything like it from the time this whole thing began. Uh, I just remembered that churches have been gathering together, praying. Uh, people were sharing what they were sensing the Lord, uh, giving to them and speaking to them. And people began to encourage one another. And when the refugees begin to come out and we begin to start forming whatever we could with what we had to start taking people. I remember sitting together in a meeting and people said, okay, guys, it doesn't matter. We're not asking questions anymore. What confession you're from, what's your organization or your group or, or denomination. We're taking everyone. And we've seen so many people come together. There's such a cooperation happening here. I mean, in the building that we are in this refugee center that we're running right now uh, together in cooperation with the, the, the um, youth with the mission group here. I mean, it's incredible seeing how many times people are coming in, bringing uh, home-baked goods from bringing uh, fresh, hot meals that they make at their own homes. People are coming to the building saying, we want to volunteer just to clean toilets and to and to take care, uh, to clean the floors. And we have so much coming together. Churches calling one another, whoever has excess of this, we, uh, you know, of, of mattresses or, or blankets, they're sharing with one another. Um, even with logistics, people calling one another, just seeing how they can help. I remember we came to one place, this is when it all just began. We did not have enough mattresses to um, take all the people that said they wanted to come. So we came to one. Uh, the small family owned uh, business that they used to, they were sewing mattresses and pillows and they were able to sell us some. And they said, this is all we have. And we told them, can we have 20 more? He said, the young man said, 
I will work all night to do it. And that's exactly what he did. He literally worked the whole night just making mattresses that so that we could have people to, to uh, give people a place to sleep. And this is the kind of stuff that we're seeing here. Um, and, you know, bomb sirens are going off. We're waking up in the middle of the night, going down there, all, you know, and, and just sitting and waiting for, for, for the call to tell us that we can come out. But, you know, the kids and, and the people there, they're making the best they can. Somebody pulls out a guitar. One of our friends pulls out a violin. We just begin to sing and dance and, and kids are jumping around on these mattresses. And I remember coming out at one point and I remember hearing one of the, the kids telling their mom, mom, I want to go downstairs and play again. Uh, you know, so people's spirits are high. And, um, you know, our pastors right now in uh, our our pastors in in Kiev area, they you know they're getting money sent in from from people, and they're going and buying produce. And today they were going down to the metro stations where people are living underground because of the threat of of getting bombs hitting them. And they were able to distribute food. Uh, the lines for grocery stores are enormous. People standing in line for hours. The shelves are empty. There's no bread. I mean, nothing. But people are in high spirits and they're buying food and distributing it to one another. Um, I mean, it's just incredible to see how the body of Christ is stepping up. You know, we've seen people come in from, fleeing from war. They've lost everything. They're 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 tired. They are they're broken inside. And but when we when they come, there's a hot meal and a shower and a place to sleep. We're still able to sit around and joke and talk about what we've been through. And and really, even in this time, we're able to share the share the love of God and share an encouraging word and pray together and so we're seeing that in the middle of this all God has his own story and it's incredible to see how people are arising up in the middle of it all that's amazing that is amazing for those that want to follow Dennis on uh, social media it's uh, Dennis D-E-N-N-I-S and the last name is M-E-L-N-I-C H-U-K Melnick that's right so, M-E-L-N-I-C-H-U-K. Dennis, how many people would you say you have in that refuge center right now? Are they just lined of mattresses all against the wall? Or kind of paint the picture for us. I think we, I think we have about, uh, so we have a big building. I think there's about 60 people. Um, and the, the capacity is uh, up to 80. And we get sometimes, you know, people coming in from the train station. We don't know who they are. We get a phone call. They're able to come in. We pick them up. And there's just mattresses all over the floor. But we do our best to keep it clean. We have people that are, you know, making it feel like a home. And people, a lot of times, they'll spend the night here, get a hot meal, get showered up, and then go to the Polish border, where sometimes they have to wait another two, three days just living in their car. Uh, and some people are not leaving to another country and they're just staying here. And those who are staying here longer, they're deciding to, to even help. And so overall, I mean, it's a really big building. We're blessed. And there's a lot of centers and campgrounds that have opened up their facilities. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're in a really good spot right now where we have a lot of children, a lot of young families. And so this, our, our, our center here is just really festive and, and noisy and full of life. So um, you were located, but it's, you, it's, you were yeah. actually based in Kiev, and um, yeah. you left Kiev around, what, February 21, and the invasion started on February 23. That's right, that's right. And we were not even thinking about leaving. I mean, no one could imagine it's going to be this crazy. We was talked on the news that there was going to be an invasion. 
Um, but no one thought that they were going to come in the way that they did. Yeah. And we felt in our spirit to go out west. Just we were praying. We felt like the Lord was leading us. And as we did, two days later, this whole thing happened. And yeah. now, thank God we're here. We can do something to help. And so you're still in Ukraine. You're just uh, not in Kiev where your ministry was based, but you're doing ministry now in another part of Ukraine. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. We, we resolved in our hearts that as long as this is Ukraine, we're going to be here, and um, we, we made a decision with my wife a while ago that we're going to do the best we can to bring the love of God, be the hands I of have, Jesus here, and serve the best that we can. Dennis, I've seen something, and I, I haven't verified it yet, but um, maybe you might know. Ukraine, is is it a major area of mission sending through the rest of Europe? Um, what is happening before this invasion occurred with regards to the missions in Ukraine and to the rest of Europe? <laughs> You know, when the Soviet Union uh, fell apart uh, around 89, the Ukraine was a high targeted area for missionaries. Ukraine has received many, many, many missionaries. And uh, as of now, there's many churches, many believers, but there's not been much sending of missionaries, although there have been people who have done short term trips. And, you know, you will find people who have done it, but there has been this aching and there's been a lot of uh, promises that prophetic promises about what God wants to do in this nation with a mission sending movement. Um, so far, there's not been that many have been sent out, but there is such a hope and many people are working towards it and equipping and training people to do it. You know, and I've just seen now that as Ukrainians are fleeing during this war, really what we could actually be seeing in our own eyes is the makings of, a, of, of God sending Ukrainians around the world. Although it's not happening the way that we would want it to be. God knows how to make the worst of situations turn around for good and for his glory. And that's, I believe, what we're seeing here. Well, our very special guest is Dennis uh, Melnikchuk, M-E-L-N-I-C-H-U-K. You can follow him on social media, and his ministry would be there as well. And he is broadcasting right now from Ukraine. Dennis, our prayers are with you and uh, the church throughout Ukraine and all the Ukrainian people who are under this uh, brutal attack by the Russian invasion. And we're going to do whatever we can, both obviously in prayer and support of the Ukrainian people. If you want to give to the various relief efforts in Ukraine, libertyreliefinternational.org is a place you can go, libertyreliefinternational.org. That is a Liberty Council ministry, and we support other ministries on the ground around the world, and certainly we will be doing that to the brothers and sisters in Ukraine, libertyreliefinternational.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.